I'm making a podcast. Um, I made a trailer about two weeks ago saying I would make a podcast. So now I feel like I kind of have to. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think that this might be a similar kind of phenomenon that we all saw happen on American Idol, where you would see a contestant come in and their family would be listening. They would show like clips of them back at home (laughs) singing terribly and their family would be listening to them with like starry eyes and you realized this poor person is here because they've been led to believe by people who really think they're talented, that they're talented in this, in this particular way in singing. But they're not. They're awful. But you can't fault them for thinking they're good because they want to be good. And these dumbasses that they live with have told them what great singers they are. And these people are just clearly really, really bad at knowing what good singing is. And that's not even their fault. But anyway, my point is, I'm that person, and I think there's lots of us, that has been told many, many times, oh my God, you have to have a blog, you need a podcast. And I did have a blog. If one of the three of you that's listening knows me well, you know that I did have a blog, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, But so... Yeah, I'm that person that rattles off all the time and talks a lot. And, you know, I've been known to make some people giggle. And I've been told, oh, my God, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. Well, guess what? Now podcasting is so easy that you can just get this app like I've done. It's literally nothing more than downloading a free app. You press record. They give you a million sound effects to use. And you're podcasting. So I thought, well, what the heck? I'll do it. I I was just filled with uh, excitement and confidence that I was going to make a podcast and everybody was going to want to listen. So I made a trailer and I shared it. And very honestly, and I'm not saying this to garner any like, which I don't know how anybody would... uh, give me any feedback at this moment, but not to garner any, um, you know, positive feedback or no, you're great, blah, blah, blah. But I really almost as soon, well, I would say 24 hours after I shared that trailer, I really had this moment of what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) What am I, what am I going to talk about? What was I thinking? And suddenly I became like, completely overwhelmed with the idea of this, who, who the hell wants to listen to me? What am I even going to say? Um, but I feel like I've kind of talked myself into a corner by putting out that trailer. And um, anyway, so here I am in my dining room. I'm not in a soundproof uh, um, room, so you can probably hear my dog over here. But anyway, so here's what I thought. I'll give it a try. And um, let's say it works. What I'd like to do is prattle on about all my nonsense. Um, I'm thinking I'd like to have a a weekly um, situation here. And one of my weekly, hi, Huck. My little puppy dog's here. 
one of my weekly segments would be um, things that I feel like complaining about. Like Heather's Gripe Corner or something like that. To work on that. Oh, and I want to talk about the title of my podcast. So, again, if you know me, you know that I, um, sorry. If you know me, if you know me, you know that I've been known to have a lot of crazy stories. I, I seem to humiliate myself in front of people fairly regularly. Um, and I have a friend, one of my oldest friends in the world. She's known me basically my entire life. We've known each other since we were eight years old. And she has insisted that I write a memoir for years. Um, based, you know, chapter after chapter of just humiliation. And she always said, and you need to call it only I. Because only these things could have happened to you. So I didn't have any other ideas, so I called it only I. I'm probably going to change it. But for now... That's the name of the podcast, and that's why. So, I think there's a lot of people like me. I think there's a lot of people who are great at, they love to talk to people, and they're amusing, and they're funny, but they don't really feel a need to share their thoughts. And then there's people like me, who, who want to share their thoughts with everyone. That's why I'm like a sucker for social media. That's why I had a blog. Um, I want you to know what I'm thinking. So, podcast. So I thought, what do I want to talk to people about? What's something that's been on my mind that I want to share? And so for this podcast episode, this inaugural episode, what I want to talk about is Chris Rock's fingers. Okay? So Chris Rock, right? Now listen, a brilliant comedian, and that I certainly noticed that about him. It's not that I didn't. Brilliant comedian, hilarious. But from the time he came on the scene in SNL back in the 90s, along with whatever funny thing he was doing, I was as acutely aware of his fingers as I was of anything that he was saying. That man's fingers. And please, God, let there be somebody out there who knows what I'm talking about. That man's fingers were long as pencils. They were freakishly long. And they were so long that you could see in the way that he held his hands that he was extremely self-conscious of his pencil fingers, okay? So go back. I beg you, type into Google, Chris Rock SNL 90s. You have to put in 90s, okay? Look at videos of him. Look at him doing Weekend Update. The man would hold his fingers, pushed all together, all five of them, scrunched up together, and he would curl over the tips because he was trying... And I could see this. He was trying to diminish them because he was embarrassed of them. Because they were so freaking long. Okay? But listen, I, Chris, I know you're listening. I'm not trying to shame you. You know, pencil fingers. It's not your fault. That's not, my, that's not my, what I'm trying to do here. 
What my issue is, is that somehow I've entered a twilight zone world where only I seem to have noticed this. And no, no, this, I, I, I don't accept this. So what happened was, I'm going to say about a month or so ago, maybe two months ago, I happened to watch a clip of his very, very newest uh, stand-up special. And what's the first thing I saw? I saw that man's hands with stubby little normal size fingers. And not only normal size length, but now when he gestured, all five fingers were spread open like normal. He didn't have them smashed up together. He didn't have the tips curled over. He was no longer holding them like that self-consciously because they were not long anymore. The man has shortened his fingers. So you know how when you notice something, but it's the type of thing that, that a dog, that, that a dog, <laughs> I hear my dog playing. That's why I said that. Um, that a celebrity is never going to be, you know, open and honest about, and I get that. But if you Google it, you know that thousands of other people like you who've got nothing better to do with their lives than think about this crap have gone online and you will find countless Reddit columns about it and, you know, blogs written about it and you'll know right I was right I did see what I thought I saw so I went online because I knew that I was going to find a treasure trove of people gossiping about how Chris Rock had clearly had finger shortening surgery which by the way it might not be something we've all heard about but it's doable it's obviously doable you just cut open the finger right lay bare the bone saw it in half Take a little section off of the bone, stick the top part back on, and the bones will fuse back together. You can do it. It's doable. Well, guess what? I Googled it. Not one goddamn word. I spent an entire evening, guys, an entire evening of my life because I was like, oh, hell no. No. There is no way nobody else but me knows that Chris Rock's hands used to be curled over in shame. And now, they're normal little stubby finger sizes. There's no way I'm the only person on earth that's noticed this. But apparently I am. Because then the next day, because I barely slept, the next day, I post on Facebook, radio silence. The only people that responded were like, huh, I never noticed that. So... If this podcast <laughs> accomplishes nothing else, please, God, let me find one other human being. You don't have to have noticed the shorter fingers, but somebody has got to come forward and say to me, yes, of course, I always noticed that Chris Rock had extremely long fingers that he tried to kind of pull back and hide. Please, God, somebody. And don't lie, though. But somebody has to tell me they saw what I saw.
really bothers me. And this is one that goes back a few decades. Or what, like two, I don't know, I can't do math, but it's bothered me for a long time, since the mid-90s. And I'm looking at you, New York State, because I don't think I ever noticed this until I moved to you, New York, in the mid-90s. And what I'm talking about is the small, but not small enough, minority of people in our country that say Valentine's Day. Like your time is up or it's time to celebrate Valentine's Day instead of Valentine's Day, which of course we all know is the way it's supposed to be said. You want to know how we know? Because it's spelled with an N, not an M. Valentine's. The damn saint. Wasn't it a saint? His name was Valentine. Right? I don't know. But I know it's not Valentine's. Why? Why? You know, like, why do they do it? It makes me bananas. Like, there are words that everyone pronounces wrong. And I was thinking of some of them. A good one is Wednesday, right? It is spelled Wednesday, but nobody in the entire, nobody in all of the English speaking world says, do you want to have lunch with me on Wednesday? Nobody does that. Never, not once ever. We all pronounce it, all of us, as a cohesive group, Wednesday, W-E-N-S-D-A-Y, right? So it's like, we know we're not pronouncing it the way it's spelled, but we all pronounce it wrong. And another good one is February, right? There's that little extra R in there. Like it's kind of tucked in and hiding away. February. But nobody says, oh, my birthday's February 10th. Nobody ever does. Nobody ever has. All of us say it, February, as if that little R isn't there. So that's okay because at some point we all agreed We're not going to say this word right, but none of us are going to say it right. We're all going to say it like this. But that's not the case with Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day is a major holiday. So, I mean, maybe I'm just feeling a little offended for Valentine's Day, but why why would you knowingly mispronounce the name of a major holiday? What if it was like some people, just, I don't know, I've just always called St. Patrick's Day St. Patrick's Day with a P on the end. I don't know why. St. Patrick's Day. That's how we do it in our family. Why? Why? And I remember the first year I was living in New York. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is definitely where I first heard it. I never heard it before. New Englanders were too sensible, but guess what? It's bled up into Maine. It's here. It's followed me home because I do hear Valentine's now. And dear God, it bothers me so much. It just sounds so stupid to me. Because like I said, this is a major holiday. The word is written everywhere that you look in the entire month of February 
and it has an N. It's an N. So those of you, if I'm speaking to anyone that says Valentine's, why? And let me know. I'll, you know, I'll listen. Why do you say that? It's like it feels bad. Do you think it's Valentine's Day? That's what, that's, that's what I would really like to know. Do some of these people think it's Valentine's Day? And they just, I don't know, their brain, like they see that N in the word. And it's like, you know, they don't see it. Their brain's like, it cannot, that, that just doesn't make any sense. So I, I'm just not seeing that. I'm not computing. You know? Why? Does anybody hear this oil truck go by my house? This, this is the proof that somebody's making a podcast who has no business making a podcast. When you can hear the neighborhood oil truck flying down the street. All right, so that's my grievance. Grievance number one, I should say. I wanted to share another one with you today. This is the kind of thing that I've wanted to say out loud to the world so many times. Um... This is a newer one, something that just irks me on social media, (laughs) big surprise. And I feel like this is really more of an issue with celebrities, I think. I see it straight across the board in celebrities. But I've I've caught some commoners, and I, listen, I might have done it myself, I won't lie. I have maybe done it myself, but I, I am calling myself out as well here. And what I'm talking about is people who, when they are writing a post in celebration of one of their children, and when I say children, I'm talking about children under the age of 10, but no, really I'm talking about children under the age of five, although everything I'm about to say applies to your children up to the age of 18, but that's a whole other subject. And what I'm talking about is when people are sharing a post celebrating their child, it's probably their birthday, and they have to give us like a four-paragraph description of this kid, okay? This like, let's say, three-year-old, who, if you've had children, you know that I know that that child mostly picks their nose, wipes it on walls, shits their pants, cries, throws themselves on the floor kicking and screaming because you gave them an orange spoon and not the blue spoon. And yet, on the exalted occasion of their third birthday, you will use words like full of wisdom and grace to describe this child. Now, I don't know everybody's kid, okay? I'll I'll admit that right off the top. I don't know your kid, but I'm still going to say I know that your under five-year-old, and like I said earlier, your under 18-year-old has no wisdom to share. They are not full of grace. They're an idiot. I think it's been proven by psychiatrists that they're technically sociopaths for a while. They sure don't have wisdom to share with you. They might have had a moment. My, I have a 10-year-old, and I have to be honest with you, 
he's had some moments. He has had some moments. He has said some things before where I have said, whoa, that was a deep thought. But this same kid pooped in a Dunkin' Donuts bag not a week ago because he thought it would be funny. Okay? This same child has never eaten an ice cream cone without getting the ice cream. This child gets the ice cream on his shins. His shins. Everywhere on his body. How do you get ice cream on your shin? You don't get it from being full of grace, okay? I laugh so hard every time I read these. It's like, I know you love your child. I get it. But come on. Come on. They're a goddamn kid. They're just a kid. Like, lay off the hyperbole. Lay off the hyperbole. You do not have the Dalai Lama. You have a nose picker. And with that, my friends... I think I'm going to call it a day here on my first podcast. Thank you for listening. I don't know what will ever come of this. It's fun to chat. And if anybody, if like people want to listen, I'll be happy to do more. Um, I have some ideas in my head. I have a lot of things that I think would be really fun to talk about and to talk with other people about. Um, In particular... I'd like to share my experience having served on the jury for a murder trial. I've got a lot I want to say about that. Um, I'm married to a dude from Russia. Oh my God, the the list goes on. I would love to um, continue to talk to you and with you. And um, so anyway, I hope this was somewhat enjoyable. I'm going to throw it out there and see what you all think. So um, see you next time. Bye-bye.